is Alex a daddy? Alex is our podcast dad. <laughs> I'm gonna choke. He can't be a daddy. He's not over 35. You don't have to be over 35. That to is be a the daddy. rule that Alex you guys gave. Don't me. talk over each other. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the final summer episode of Play Like a Girl. We'll be talking about two of Haley's In My Defense columns. Uh, One was unpublished. Thanks a lot, Josh. And we have multiple hot takes on uh, why the NFL is so shitty, KD. So this is Alexis and Susanna's last episode, (laughs) which is very sad. So we're going to have some fun today, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to trash the NFL for a while. It's unscripted. <laughs> <laughs> we got the cinnamon bun Oreos. <laughs> We're having a great time. <laughs> uh, Haley, let's talk about the article that Josh never published. Okay. <laughs> so it was about concussions. Fairly recently, Boston University published another concussion study that was basically more in-depth than their first one where they studied a bunch of dead NFL players' brains and found that 110 out of 111 of them had CTE. Of course, this is all players who were exhibiting symptoms of CTE, so there's a little bit of, like, the study isn't, like, you know, super, like, concrete. There was a bunch of NHL players in the study, too. What did happen is John Urschel, who you might know because he is an NFL player who's also getting his PhD at MIT, retired, like, two days after that, and a bunch of insiders said it was because of the study, and then a couple players said, like, they would die on the football field, and then uh, some other players said that that was stupid, and so basically I talked about what the NFL needs to do to make football safer since there's no way football's going away anytime soon. I remember uh, there was a conversation in the newsroom like the day, uh, I don't know, we were in here for publication like the day of or the day after that report came out and you were at the copy desk, Alex. And then some people were like, oh, I hope this deters parents from like signing their kids up. Like, no. It's not going <laughs> yeah. to. People love football way too much. Have you seen... Yeah. um? Friday Night Tykes? No. Oh my gosh. It's this show about youth football players. It is the wildest thing I've ever seen. Love that and hate that at the same time. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Who were the players who said they would die for? Um, they both played for the same team. It was a New York team that is terrible. So the Jets? Yes. Or the Giants. Aren't one of them uh, a rookie too? Isn't one of them was a rookie. It was uh, Jamal Adams and Morris Claiborne. Do you know what position they play? I'm just curious. Uh, I don't think I put it in the article because I didn't really care. Mm. (laughs) That's fair. It's not that relevant. I mean, it is though because like some positions like get exposed to trauma. I think was a running back. A lot of trauma. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't say. I would think that that goes back to the fact that a lot of times. People don't value athletes outside of sports. Mm -hmm. And CTE usually affects you after you're done playing. Like most of the guys who die of CTE are 45, 50. Mm -hmm. But also too, like, I mean, when people had the pigskin helmets, like they clearly weren't like 
slamming their heads into each other. And like rugby players don't slam their heads into each other. Like it's just something that's kind of like developed mm-hmm. as the equipment has developed. So yeah, there's helmets like mm-hmm. Vices or whatever, but like if you still have all that protection, like people are gonna think, oh, I'm safe. Yeah. My brain isn't going to be affected. Mm-hmm. I just wonder how much of it has to do, like, the fact that they said they would die for football. First of all, it's just a little bit odd, and I would be, like, wary of their, like, men- mental health status, just if they're doing all right, because that's a pretty intense claim to make. And also, just going back to the fact that maybe the reason they feel like they would die for the sport is because they don't have an identity outside of it. Because they've been doing it for so long. Exactly. And I, I think this happens, like, especially when you, like, play any sport on a collegiate level. So much of your identity is tied to your sport and that you don't really know what to do without it. And I, there was, like, some conversation about how UW athletes need to have more, like, life training in there curriculum so that because not all of them are going to go to the nfl it's going to be like maybe five people it's like two percent of all college athletes go pro right so i just think that needs to be integrated a little bit more a more holistic view of athletes might help them realize that oh maybe i don't want to do this or which but i mean again it's their choice if they really want to play the sport they're going to play the sport with the risks involved there's risks in any sport that you're going to get injured Obviously, in football, it's the stakes are a little bit higher because it's your brain, and that's a thing that can't really heal itself. So, but I mean, like in his defense, like I mean, people say that about like any like any career they're passionate about, like journalists, like on the front lines and like a war zone, like they're clearly willing to like die to do their job. Like they might not like openly like say it, and like it might not be like something that gets talked about, but like you know, people risk like their lives doing things they love all the time that's fair i didn't think about mm-hmm. that just though that's why i want to be a sports journalist and not a war reporter i mean <laughs> should happen like yeah true <laughs> but you never know i I, know. I see I'm, what you're saying though that's actually a really good point and yeah. i did not think about that i just for for me i guess as someone who's not who's never been an athlete at a very high level ever it's <laughs> Girl, you just did a 10K. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's not the same. (laughs) It seems, I guess, and this is an unfair judgment for me to make in acknowledging that this is a bad take, but it seems almost trivial to be willing to die for something like that, whereas, like, war reporting is obviously a little bit more, or at least, I guess, how I was thinking about it is more important in the grand scheme of things, but... I realize that that's not really my value judgment to make about other people. I mean, we love sports, but we also, like, they're Hate sports. Yes, we do hate sports. Yeah. They're, they're entertainment, above all, like, and I think we've, we definitely overvalue sports a lot in our society, you know, because professional athletes make millions of dollars and there's, like, veterans starving on the streets. Uh, okay, so I've been sitting on this and I can't wait for the hot takes, guys, because this is the funniest thing. I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter. Um, the headline is, the Falcons' new stadium has a Chick-fil-A, which won't open on Sundays. But... 
I thought it wasn't like I thought that was something in like the onion. Like I saw Wait, that. Is, it's not a joke. No, the Boston Globe published it. They're they're putting a Chick-fil-A in the stadium, but it won't be open on, on the day the stadium's open. I mean, I guess there's Thursday games and sometimes Saturday games, but that's only like there's a game out of the year. One <laughs> Thursday. If they're lucky, they play Thursday and Monday night at home. Yeah. And Saturday only happens in the playoffs. Oh, you're right. So. Wait, what? That's if I had the... to walk by a closed Chick-fil-A every time I was at a game, I'd be pissed. That also financially makes no sense. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense for, for Chick-fil-A, who could probably make a lot of money at Falcons games. And it doesn't make sense for the Falcons to have a Chick-fil-A Are you sure this arena. is real? It is. I actually uh, only read the headline, so let me open the article. <laughs> Okay, so it could be fake, and Alexis is propagating fake news. Hey, the president does it, so that's okay, right? No, it's real. I mean, like, I know Chick-fil-A is not open on Sundays, but you think they would make an... Yeah, because that is the Lord's Day, a.k.a. the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) Blasphemy. I'm kidding, I was a joke. I feel like you should make an exception. I for, agree. Uh, for, or uh, just put a football? different restaurant in. Yeah. Put, yeah, I don't know what. I mean, it's like the South. There's like more than Chick fil A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the Red Wings? Okay. Yeah. I was about to say the Red Hawks. About, let's talk oh. about those Red Wings. Yeah. So you definitely heard about Charlottesville. Um, so at Charlottesville, one of the white supremacist groups from Detroit had shields with the Detroit Red Wings logo on it on them and so basically like I don't know like within an hour the Red Wings uh posted Detroit Red Wings uh vehemently disagree with and are not associated in any way with the event taking place in Charlottesville Virginia the Red Wings believe hockey is for everyone and we celebrate the great diversity of our fan base and our nation we are exploring every possible legal action as it pertains to the misuse of our logo in this disturbing demonstration so an important thing to note about Detroit is that it's like 80% black I was about to say that that's very interesting that their logo would be used yeah and so the well hockey's a sport that mostly has white fans detroit tends to have more black fans than other teams in the league just because it's in detroit and there's more black people in detroit than most of the nhl cities they did it several hours before donald trump even mentioned it um which like a hockey team is like making more effort than our president not that we should expect anything of donald trump at this point I don't expect anything of the NHL either. So it was just like kind of nice to see. Yeah, it is good that they, I mean, like, especially since they were using their logo, like I I didn't know when I initially saw, Haley, when you shared that tweet, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was because the logo was being used. Yeah. So like, yeah, like, I mean, if they didn't say anything, then. They like could have not said anything. They could yeah. have just stayed silent on it. And I would have just been like, okay. Not surprising. Not surprising. But so it's kind of sad that it's surprising that they did say something, but at the same time, I'm really glad that they did, and they made that statement, and they're, they're looking into legal action. Yeah, I th- it's great that they acknowledged that their logo was used. I wish that they didn't have to at all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I, like, like I just wish Charlottesville should. had never happened. Yeah, like, we shouldn't have to praise people for doing something that's so obviously, like, should be done you know what i mean like like when everyone was liking like 
Ted Cruz's tweet and like all these, mm-hmm. uh, you know, GOP or GOPers, and it's just like, okay, like yeah. I'm not gonna applaud. You also can't an tweet. asshole for being not an asshole. Yeah, you also can't tweet that stuff when most of the policies you support disenfranchise the black mm-hmm. community. Everyone has been wondering if the Golden State Warriors are going to visit the White House. And Kevin Durant has officially come out and said that he will not visit Donald Trump in the White House. He said, quote, nah, I won't do that. I don't respect who's in office right now, end quote. And the plan is that they will visit on February 28th of next year because that's when they play the Washington Wizards. So he has officially said he is not going. Have any of the other players came out on Twitter since that uh, published? What, on ESPN? I'm not sure. Uh, He also said, I don't agree with what he agrees with, so my voice is going to be heard by not doing that, said Durant. That's just me personally, but if I know my guys well enough, they'll all agree with me. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like, and from what Steve Kerr has said about Donald Trump, I I doubt that Steve Kerr would go. Dude, none of them, honestly, like, just skip it. Yeah, and I... I'm glad one of them has finally like said something about it because I had hoped they wouldn't go since I'm a supporter of that team. And man, remember when yeah. they went and they invited made a- the Cubs, and a couple of the Cubs didn't go and just like went sightseeing in D.C., but a lot of them did go. So and pretty most of the Patriots went as well, right? <laughs> a lot of the Patriots, the Patriots went. Yeah. So this is interesting. I thought this was interesting because we had talked earlier in the week in the group chat about that article about the difference between NFL owners and NBA owners about how Colin Kaepernick should technically be signed now like Mm -hmm. if you compare his stats to other quarterbacks in the league he's a top tier second string quarterback he's way better than Jay Cutler exactly as someone whose family is from Chicago Jay Cutler is terrible and should not be playing in the NFL and I don't know what the Miami Dolphins are doing yeah, so I just think it's interesting because the ramifications of a team not going to the president are more substantial than in the NBA because, like that article stated, the NBA fan base is more diverse and more urban than the NFL fan base, like less in rural areas. And the NBA has always kind of, su- to a certain degree, supported its players in protest. So I thought that was just an interesting addition because I feel like I mean, I'm a Bay Area fan, and I fully support their decision to not go to the White House. I think I would support any team's decision to not do that. Um, but I I doubt there will be people who are actually, like, Golden State fans who would be mad about it. I mean, there could be. I don't know. But, but like, that, the owner wouldn't make them, you know, stuff like I think that's interesting, the differences between the two leagues. Anyway, now we can trust the NFL more. Wait, now I'm just thinking about when Steph and Obama were hanging out. I know. And it just makes me... They go golfing still. That's so, so cute. Yeah. Dude, Steph's going to, like, go pro after... He needs to hurry up and be done with basketball so he can be on the PGA Tour. Do not I'm tell ready. Steph to hurry up and be done with basketball. Come to golf, Steph. His family is just killing it. His oh, wife's got yeah. her Food Network show. She has a great garden. She has her restaurants. She has a great garden. You yeah, have you seen the Instagram post of her zucchinis? Are we going to talk about um, Russell Wilson's juice? Guys, everyone oh, yeah, in God. the U District, Russell Wilson is going to be having a juice shop in Uville. Come 
drink his juice. Wait, is this confirmed it's in Uville? Yes, it's in Uville. Oh, I thought you were joking. I know, I thought you were joking. Back to the NFL. Now that we've talked a little bit about the NBA and Kevin Durant. Dude, I don't know. There's so much. Ezekiel. Yeah, Colin let's start out. Have a job. Yeah, let's start out with the Colin Kaepernick, since that we just kind of <laughs> talked about that a little bit. I mean, what yeah. what else is there to say? He should have a job, and he doesn't. Like, yeah. I don't. It's just like getting old at this point, and that people fail to see why he's not in why he's not playing is just beyond me like i just don't understand what was even the seahawks reasoning for because he had like a tryout with this okay first of all i mean yeah the seahawks are to blame but the seahawks aren't the only team that passed him up so i'm saying the blame cannot only fall on the seahawks like what was their reasoning behind it because i remember thinking it was kind of weird i don't want to say it it's that he was uh too good to be a second string and that Pete thought he could have a job as a starter and he didn't want to take that away from him. Which, I mean, it's true. He could be a starter. Like, he on could a, be a starter. But, like, but no one on, else Pete. is going to sign him. Come on, Pete. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> and also, what is it? The Dolphins who signed Jay Cutler out of retirement? Yeah, like, what, dude? Jay Cutler what? was literally like, you don't have to be in good cardiovascular shape to be a quarterback. That is and he, like, a lie. Shape. Dude, he's a clown. What the hell? He's, Everyone is a clown. This is ridiculous. Flop. He was just, he's so embarrassing. He's embarrassing to the entire city of Chicago, and he has brought a shame and misfortune for years. Damn. I just hope Colin Kaepernick stunts on everyone and becomes, like, the greatest activist of all time and then wins, like, the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, they should just give it to him now, honestly. I mean, he's been slowly but surely. I mean, he had that he like made some commitment to donate a million do- like a million dollars of his salary over like of his the year. Salary? Well, it was like this was last. Was he last started year. this last mm. year, but it's cool because each one hundred thousand. I believe this. I I could be wrong about the numbers here, but each like part each donation he does like a new one every month, and it's to a new organization and then he posts about the organization and what they do and they're all kind of different obviously Mm -hmm. they're all related to social justice but i just thought that was cool because a lot of the times they'll big like they'll give one really big gift to an organization which is great but it's usually a pretty well-known organization whereas he's chosen smaller more like community focused community run charities which i think is great yeah he's always doing really cool stuff yeah i'm just i'm glad he's doing well even if the NFL is trash. Remember when people were all commenting about his hair? Yeah, I saw a really funny tweet about that, actually. But wait, like, he shouldn't have a fro? Yeah, they were saying he shouldn't have a fro. And or why? Like, like let him do let what he him wants. Like, let him do what he wants with his hair. Yeah, let him be. Like, this is the tweet. It's a comedian. So when can we start building and replacing Confederate statues with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, a knee with a huge Jackson 5 afro? <laughs> That would actually be a really cool statue, right? They should put it in. in uh, yeah, should put it in front of the 49ers stadium. Mm-hmm. So Speaking reason of, number one why the NFL is trash, like basic racism or disregard for police brutality or any and the right to protest equality. Yeah, any type of second equality. reason why the NFL is trash. 
the whole inconsistency with suspensions for domestic violence. Wait, pause. Speaking of uh, domestic violence in the Seahawks and Colin not having a job, uh, I don't, I don't know if you guys know this. It's kind of old news now. But the Seahawks signed a free agent cornerback Tremaine Brock. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, I do know who that is. Yeah, he was with the 49ers. Mm -hmm. He got accused of, uh, was it his assaulting his girlfriend? I believe it was his girlfriend. And they investigated it, found that he was innocent, which he probably wasn't. But uh, the 49ers already dropped him. They wanted him back. He was like, no, since you don't want me, I don't want you. And now he's a Seahawk. So basically, you can beat a woman and play in the NFL, but you can't protest and play in the NFL. Yeah, and I still don't understand how taking a knee is disrespectful. Wouldn't it be more respectful than putting your hand on Yeah, I also don't understand. I mean, I would understand if it was disrespectful if he was like, talking during the national mm-hmm. anthem or if he was just like flipping off the flag yeah something a little like more vulgar but he was quiet he took a knee which is usually a sign of respect not a sign of disrespect i mean you take like you take a knee if someone gets injured on the field in soccer or something like mm-hmm. that was something you used to do there's been a lot of stuff but just basically the nfl has just been so inconsistent on this issue Alexis, take it away. Ta- me take it away. I don't. Okay. I feel like you know more about. I mean, like, yeah, but I'm not like well, like. Also, as I just well talked first. a lot, so. So basically, we talked about this uh, earlier last week, earlier in the week, last week uh, on a group chat with the Plague Squad, um, and just kind of like the shock that Ezekiel Elliott got a six-game suspension, um, and when Josh Brown got suspended, it was only one game, and just the whole. Uh, fact that the NFL has never been consistent on this topic. They've never, you know, had, there's no precedent for any of it. And even with Ezekiel's six game suspension, like it's in appeal, people are saying that they're probably going to take some games back, like through after the appeal process. So it's like, why, one, why even bother giving a suspension if you know you're just going to fall back on it when a player appeals? Two, why don't you just make a, like, why, why isn't it the same? Yeah, or better yet, why don't you just put a no-tolerance policy in place? But I mean, like, I we talked about this, I don't even know when the episode was, but, like, that also is hard, though, like, you know what I mean? Like, because stuff, like, travels with the players. Like, this Ezekiel situation was something that happened in college? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe, so, okay, so maybe not no-tolerance, like, on the first incidents, but if it happens again, I like, feel like you should be out of the league. While you're in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Yeah, and... The thing is, like, with the no-tolerance thing, is it's Ezekiel Elliott. They can't just get rid of Ezekiel Elliott. Like, No, but also, like, but that's the problem, like it, though, because, like, that was, shouldn't be... It was before he was in the NFL, so I... Honestly, I don't understand why they're punishing him retroactively. Like, I mean, I'm yeah, why, like, why didn't that prevent being... him from even getting into the NFL? Because the NFL doesn't care... Yeah, well, um, this. but, but I think it just have rules that you can't enter the combine if you have a history of domestic violence. But see, that's that's like the whole point, though, is that like it gets looked over like in college, like stuff doesn't get reported, stuff doesn't get investigated. Like we did. Mm-hmm. I remember specifically we talked about this. Episode. Oh, yeah. 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 And like it's it's just like a cycle of like BS, because if it you know, if no one reports it, then it doesn't get investigated, then it never goes on record, then it can go into the combine, then it can get a job. And then like once it comes out, like 
the NFL has to say something now. Mm-hmm. Like once it once it's out there, like there's no like denying it anymore. So then that's when they did like the investigation and whatnot. And I'm just yeah. so tired of it. I'm so, I'm so tired. So tired of it all. Like I just I honestly I don't even have a reason. Like why should I watch the NFL? They don't care about me as a fan at all. Like. Mm-hmm. Also, the entire concussion thing, it's just shady. Because did you read about this? The NFL and the NIH, the National Institute of Health, had an agreement. Basically, the NHL was funding $30 million in research. And the NIH is letting that expire in, I believe, October or September or something. With, like, $16 million of the funds unused. And no one really knows the specific reason. But people are speculating it's because the NFL has tried to interfere in what studies are funded and who conducts the studies. So that Boston University professor that you were talking about has spoken outwardly about how he does not think the NFL handles things correctly and has spoken negatively about them. And I know there was one specific case where the NFL got investigated because they thought they were trying to block that professor from receiving funding and place a doctor or a researcher who had ties to the NFL in that position instead. Oh, should we congratulate Alexis on getting a sports reporting job? Yay! Come check me out in Hermiston. Come to rodeos with me. I'll be riding the bulls. Where in Oregon is Hermiston? East. Eastern Oregon. Eastern. Is it like southeastern? No, like northeastern. It's like an hour from the Tri-Cities. Okay. Which has really nice apartments, by the way, in the Tri-Cities. How far from Seattle? Like four hours. I'm sad. I know. This was really fun. Thanks, Alexis, uh, for starting this. Yeah. I mean, thanks, Alex, for wanting to make podcasts great again. I'm really <laughs> upset that I said that. Please don't phrase it that way. <laughs> no, but honestly, this has been really great. Sometimes, like, I really enjoy sports, but sometimes it's hard. Like, I don't feel confident talking about it with other people because I feel like they always know more than I do, especially with guys sometimes. They try to, like, see how much you really know. Mansplain. Yeah, or, like, yeah, no one is, like, innocent of it. I feel like all guys kind of do it a little bit. But just, you know, I know the Warriors pretty well. Or people will, like, ask me their lineup when they <laughs> name, find out I'm a Warriors Name the players fan. that first come off the bench. <laughs> um, but anyway, this has helped me feel, like, a lot more comfortable talking about sports with other people. Feeling Cry. like uh, it, my voice is valuable to add to the space. I'm trying to make Alexis cry. Dude, you're not gonna make me cry. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm stressed. I have a test to study for. Also, Haley will carry the torch. Yeah, if you guys didn't know, and Haley, Molly. Yeah, Haley's gonna be the host uh, all next year. We'll we'll put that on Probably. tape. Ha-ha. We'll have receipts. <laughs> uh, Molly will be back from her study abroad and joining the cast again. Gabby will be here. And it's just going to be you three, right? Home down the so, fort? Yeah. Nice. Good. That'll be nice. Won't have anyone extra. It's been a good time. It's been a good time. It has. It has. Really Should has. I do the outro? Yeah. Until your last outro. One more time. <laughs> For the fans. Thank you for listening to Play Like a Girl. You can follow the Daily's Podcast Network at UW Daily Podcast, and you can follow Play Like a Girl 
at UWPlayLikeAGirl on Twitter. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag UWPLAG. That's uppercase U, uppercase W, uppercase P, uppercase L, lowercase A, uppercase G. You can also catch up with all UW sports news at dailyuw.com backslash sports. You can follow the hosts on Twitter. Our handles will be in the bio below. And you can visit the Soundbites new website at uwpodcast.com. Cool. Woo! <laughs>